Og det er altså uninininintu. Og det er skuadi. Quattro mokadido mod! There's still people in the building. What are you doing? Where? Hello, what have we here? So Good thing the dude that works there oh. isn't there anymore. Hey everybody, you can hear us. Holy shit. Holy shit. I haven't watched that in a while. I have it on my phone. Just in case. I have it there. Just in case. May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, I'll see. Are you not saying G's today? Yeah. Ooh day, I'll see. Sometimes you just gotta live. Sometimes. How you doing? That was, was really loud. Very, very excited. Mint. What are you excited about? Today we're gonna talk about Fallen Order, man. Ooh. To give you an idea, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Please say the full title. Thank you very much. Cal Kestis is a B. <laughs> BD One is a savage, dude. We'll get, we'll, Great we'll companion, get, yeah. Especially for me, a dog owner. I was like, oh, it's like my dog is with me, exploring the galaxy, climbing on my back, and hanging out. <laughs> Are you in the cockpit right now, or something? <laughs> oh, Trying to have geez. it. So, uh, I did a quick Google search because I, w- I wanted to bring up uh, Wikipedia. Uh, mm-hmm. So I make we make sure that we hit on all the points. But this is a major spoiler episode for Fallen Order. Uh, it's been out for major about, spoilers about three weeks or as so, we, as we promised in our last show. Um, we did while overview. I was while I was googling it, I noticed the game, the rating. Oh yeah, critics. Is there Rotten Tomatoes for video games? Oh, uh, no, there's not. But uh, Steam gave it a nine out of ten. When was the last time a Star Wars game got a nine out of ten? Two thousand five. You think? Yeah. Okay, it's confirmed. Uh, you already making me look stuff up, you bastard. Uh, Google users, 94% like this game. Uh, so that says a lot about the game. Good for them. Um, Google users. What about Apple users? I mean, Bing users. What does Bing.com say about what it? What about Orange Eaters? Star Wars. The, the Kumquat Killers. Is that a new band that we just created? The Kumquat Killers? The Quick... The Quillers. <laughs> killers. Um, I don't want to see them ranked. I want to see what their actual scores were. And that's in May, so that's before it even came out. <laughs> uh, I want to see scores. So we've got um, Cal, see Cal Kestis. Was Good old a, uh, Cal Kestis. Was a survivor of Order 66. Order 66. In was. which we see later on in the game. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to find this because it's just going to be articles of them being ranked. Yeah, that's fine. I would prefer to know other things, but I'm too lazy to do it, so we're moving on. Kelcastis, Order 66, mm-hmm. The Fall of the Jedi Order. It's uh, it's a cool... You know what? It's the timeline that I didn't want, to be honest, and that's what we're, where we've always been. That's where Solo lives. That's where Rogue One lives. That's where all the cartoons live, except for Resistance. Yeah, but it's specifically about Order 66. No, and... I, it, that's what I think saves it for me, because um, it's not about the rebellion, right? Which is the uh, that's the cool thing. Maybe the very beginning of it or something. Um, yeah. So it's what you loved about that old Darth Vader book, The Dark Lord. That's Legends. So that whole Order sixty six after the initial event, tracking down the rest of the Jedi. 
that's legends now. So they're using this inquisit uh, the inquisitors in this time period to kind of retell what happens after the actual Order sixty six. How do you feel about the inquisitors? Um, I'm fifty fifty on them. I honestly. could I couldn't give a shit about them, but. I I like them. <laughs> I really like, and it sucks that that was the main enemy. I think they did it very well. I think they 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 were a decent character in the game. Outside of all of it, I could give a sh- I don't give a shit because I, I know Darth Vader's out there. Right, that's the only thing you should be worried about. Well, he's got a lot of stuff on his mind. He's like a CEO. He's got a lot of stuff to manage, so he has to train these fucks to go out and do his bidding. Yeah, and I'm not very versed on the Inquisitors, but it's it seems like they're more used as troopers. They're just Force-sensitive soldiers. They're as, a little as, more than that. You think they're Sith? No, they're not Sith, but they're a little more than just Force-sensitive troopers. I don't even think they're they're in charge of anything. They're just, they kind of do their own thing. I don't know, because there was the Grand Inquisitor from Rebels, so he might be in charge of something. He's, well, yeah. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, there's a group of Force-sensitive soldiers out there run by the Grand Inquisitor. All trained by Darth Vader, though. Are they? I think so. Yeah, I think I saw that in Rebels. The Inquisitorius is what they're called. That sucks. You suck. Also known as the Inquisitorius Program, Order of Inquisitors, blah, blah, blah. Four sensitive dark side agents who served the Sith Galactic Empire. Members, blah, 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 Red Blades. The Red Blades, that's cool. Yeah. They were tasked with hunting down the remaining Jedi after Order 66. Yeah, I... Governed by Darth Vader, who's the apprentice to Palpatine. Um, and led by an individual known only by his title, the Grand Inquisitor. We don't know his name. Yeah. I guess here's my... I have two things to say about the Inquisitorius. One, when they popped up in Rebels as, like, just the new bad guy... Eh. Let's give them all numbers. I don't know. But knowing now that Darth Vader is leading them and training them and like tasking them to hunt down and do like all of his dirty work that he's too busy to do, I like that a little bit more. Well, I imagine like as Darth Vader goes and tries to hunt down the Jedi, he's going to be focusing on the masters, which do you think an inquisitor is going to take down a master? They're just going to be slaughtered. Go take down the Padawans. We don't want them learning. We don't want them passing any knowledge down. Go... Go take down Jedi supporters and the young younglings and the Padawans like Cal Kestis. Yeah. I, f- I feel like Vader shouldn't have to worry about that. Right. And if he does have to get involved, that's what the fuck we see at the end of the game. He's like, look, this Cal Kestis fuck has been running around doing whatever he wants. Exactly. All of you have failed. You're all done. Now I have to step in and do your job for you. You're fired. Yep. And when you're fired under the Sith rule, you're dead. You, yeah, you're cut in half. You get there's a hole poked somewhere within the realm. Of, Actually, I think he did a diagonal on this one. I thought it went wow, like that a was stab. dark. That was fucking sweet. You know when I heard hello Zach Merritt, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Like after you defeat her, second sister, mm-hmm. is that her second? Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of badass new pop from Funko, second sister. That is cool. I do like the helmet. The helmet is. Uh, Different enough, but not crazy. It yeah. looks like a ship almost. <laughs> She's my favorite out of all nine or ten of them. Grand Inquisitor looks crazy. The ninth sister was just like... Behemoth. I don't know. I just don't like that species. It's the same species as Zeb from Rebels, right? Or maybe I assume, no. I'm assuming incorrectly. No. There's a giant one of them sitting in Maz's cantina in episode seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. When they call, when they say, hey, we found your fucking droid, yo. Yep. That's, yeah, that's where that's from. Whoa. Um, so, 
What was I going to say? Oh, second thing I don't love about this time period. <laughs> I feel like it's tricky to continually create new characters and new storylines in this timeline that's been, already been explored and is only 18 years long. I just feel like there's a time where the Order 66 happens and you track down the rest of the Jedi. And maybe that takes a couple years. But to continually create new Star Wars stories that happen with Jedi that survived Order 66, I just feel is dicey. I feel like we kind of already explored that and how many new Jedi are you going to, you know, come up with that survive Order 66? The only thing I could imagine is how efficient Order 66 was. Like, for it to be completely successful, you would have to have all of the Jedi standing right in front of or leading their clone troopers at that moment. Right. For it to be extremely successful. Well, I mean, I get that it's not going to be, yeah, 100% clean cut. You know what's you know what's funny is no. you don't even think about time when all this happens. Like, Order 66 happens, and it makes it look like all the battles, every planet that the Jedi are on, it's daytime. Well, you know, just, you know what I'm know, saying? I know, it's just film storytelling. What are you doing over there with the Adjustments. <laughs> um, um, oh, um, um, of six-pack. You know what I mean, though? Like, there's a whole new game with a new Padawan, and he's surviving Order 66. Like, how many... I guess, hopefully, this is the end of that. How many times does that happen? Ezra? Or the... Uh, Can Can Ezra Kanan? and Kanan. And there's uh, there's a couple others that I Well, Ezra's not a, a survivor. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Kanan. That's what I meant. Kanan. And then the... Uh, yeah, the Darth Vader book, which is Legends. There was, like, two. Yeah. Well, I there were, like, more. five. I but think there's got to be more. I'm just blanking on them. Vader's very successful in murdering, so that's true. He finds them all and cuts them down. Yeah, that's true. Um, so anyway, we, we, so we, that's we, the time period. I think this uh, Cal Kestis, we find uh, it's like the introduction part where it's like press A to jump, and you're like woohoo! Uh, but he he's found on a like a backwater planet. It's like a junkyard almost. They're cutting up old Imperial ships and yes. doing a bunch of stuff. Baca, uh, Baca, Braca, Braca, yeah, broccoli. Uh, so you. Basically get found out. You have to save a buddy of yours who's falling to his death. You have to use your force powers. It gets out that someone's using force powers. The Inquisitors show up. They try to kill you. You get away. Uh, and that's where you come across... Um, Balbestus? Uh, no. Cal comes across Seer. And what's the pilot's name? Gr Gronto? God, why did I forget? Gronto? Who's one of my favorite characters? But uh, point being Have is some all, all the all the side characters are so unique. I love Sierra. I love the uh, the pilot. I even loved his buddy on the planet that you save at the very beginning. Yeah, like there's so much character behind them. Yeah, no, like, they they did that very well. Yeah, uh, Grease is the pilot. Oh yeah, name. duh. Grease Dreadus. So Grease, it's Grease's ship. Sierra hired him. It is kind of weird how they just show up and like save you. It's that's very the, weird. That's the Jedi right there. Let's go pick Help him up. Save him. Save him. Damn it. That is a. Uh, I I already forgot. Um, that there's that whole train sequence. That's really fun. Eh. Yes and no. That's what I was getting really mad at uh, at the beginning of the game because it just felt like one of those dumb Call of Duty sequences where you like don't even control your character. Like you walk five feet and then like something blows up and you're sliding down this thing and then you jump and then it goes to like another cutscene, And it's just like, no, the train was you, it, it like you, you went car to car. Yeah. And the, it, it basically gave you stronger and stronger and more 
more and more troops. So it, it just got you familiar with. Yeah. I was fine with that. There was a lot of cutscenes at the beginning, which. Lots. That's what was driving me nuts. Yeah. That was not for me going into the game thinking like, okay, this is dicey. It could go one of two ways. I don't like game intros like that. So I thought that was kind of dicey for it to be the first thing where it's just like really preventing you from playing the game because there's so many like cutscenes and stops where trains blow up and then you have to hang on the ledge at the last minute and then jump and that just was driving me nuts. So, um, but sorry, see, I'm jumping. Uh, so the you jump onto Grease's ship where Sierra is and Sierra. she ex- she explains because of course Cal's like, who the fuck are you guys? Why are you guys helping me? She explains Sierra. that she's a uh, former Jedi Knight. Jedi. Oh no, she's it's a former Jedi Master. Yeah, because Trilla was her Padawan. Wait a second, let me double check here. Trilla was a Padawan. It just says former Jedi. Yeah, because it was her Endo Cordova. You get to Zepho. Yeah, uh, where you? Oh, uh, you get to um, the other one first. Bogana. Yes, you get to Bogana. Yeah, 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 because that's where the temple is, and that's where you find out about uh, Endo Cordova, Sierra's master. Right, uh, and, and that's where you pick up BD One. Yeah, his droid. Yep. Who honestly, you know, I thought one of the highlights of the Battlefront Two campaign was the the way you used your droid that was on your back. Yeah, so cool, and it felt very like, like they just took that idea and implanted it directly into this game. Perfect, and it worked so well. Uh, it was cool that he was the one to heal you. It was the one that it was cool to see that he was so useful. Yeah. Open this door and keep That's it open. That's all you can do. Open the door. Keep then, it open. Yep, stand in front of it so it doesn't close. <laughs> Warm my meals. Like the elevator. Yeah. Um, hack that droid. It, there was a lot of useful stuff. Yeah, and you get to upgrade him as you go along. It was cool. Yeah, what was Because you could, you could hack a... You could hack the K2 droids. K2 you could hack droids. consoles. Yeah. You could turn consoles on and off. Yeah, power them. Yeah. Um... Zip line. The up zip line, down zip line. And then I think there was one other power. You could uh, hack the probe droids. Yes, which was cool. Very cool. Hacking the K2s was amazing in that room where there's like 90 K2SOs. Yeah. And you just like hack four of them and they're all just beating the shit out of each other. That's half my game captures from that game. (laughs) K2 droids just fighting each other. bashing each other (laughs) in the head. Seriously. They're fucking terrifying. The first time you meet one, you turn around and it's just like barreling at you. Like, they're tall. They're intimidating. Some of the cooler uh, enemies, I thought, were those, which were f- easy to defeat, um, were those guards in the temples, those real tall, golden robot Yeah, that guards. reminded me of, uh, like, Dwemer stuff from Skyrim. Yeah. Just being in a vault and having those uh, robotic guardians. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were cool. They were easy to kill. Yeah, they're once slow. you got, yeah, they were really slow, and they kind of just attacked the ground. They didn't really go after you. <laughs> and also, I don't know if you read the the description on them, but if you pull when they're shooting at you, they just basically fall over. Yeah, you over. pull their core out or whatever. Yeah, Fuck them the, up Dwemer, the Dwemer core. <laughs> That's how it sounds. <laughs> Wheezing. Ooh. Uh, but I guess the whole idea of it is you're looking for a holocron, of a list of names of four sensitive children, children's. That's what you're going after, and you're yeah. trying to keep this out of the out of the uh, hands of the inquisitors. Basically, dude, he, he's impressed and like amazed by this old species that's extinct now that was force sensitive, the Zepho, and they're giant. 
in one of their vaults, he himself hit a holocron with the location of a bunch of Force-sensitive kids. So Seer wants to be like, okay, we failed with Order 66, but we can bring things back. Let's find these kids. Let's build up a new Jedi Order, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's the whole plot of the game, basically. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you go world to world looking for clues uh, to the whereabouts of this holocron. Um, Fun KOTOR elements where you can go on your ship and say, I'm going to go here now. Yeah, and the, the worlds were unique enough uh kashik was awesome i could have uh, used one more planet yeah i kind of felt like there was enough to explore it, it didn't feel short no there was enough to explore but it was i was looking for like kind of i don't know i know uh, D- death Mirror was probably one of my favorites because it was so unique and there was very. a very like tribal aspect to everything there yeah um but yeah i could have used like a water planet yeah i guess if i'm thinking of kotor like going to um I don't know, Geonosis or Tatooine or something might be cool. Uh, even if it wasn't a desert, just another planet. I think they could have made, well, DLC. Hopefully there's going to be DLC. Why would they add DLC to this? Just a random Well, because they have another, I don't know, when's the thing? 14 BBY. They have another 14 years yeah. before Rogue One happens and the Rebellion takes full shape. They, they could explore just the three of them bopping around the ship. Four of them. Four four boppers. Four horrors going around the galaxy. <laughs> the uh, Zepho themselves were very cool. Cause it was it in a a uh, force vision. Vision that you actually talked to one. Mm-hmm. Man, were they fucking humongous. They're massive. Yeah, they're like twenty feet tall. They're pretty large. Large and in charge. But yeah, if you're listening to this, there's spoilers, and you obviously have already played the game. That's why you're listening. So we don't have to go through the whole plot. But well, how did you feel about Endo? That was kind of cringy. <laughs> Endo. Um, Endo. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> yeah. Like I, it, I'm not fine. mad that he didn't make sense. What do you mean that he didn't make sense? You know what it felt like? It felt like a Jedi Knight, Kyle Katarn. Like let's just put an old guy in some robes. And he'll he'll be the character, and I was like, I don't know, I don't mind him. He does. It's not taking anything away, but I felt like they they left some opportunity of I don't know a, a random Jedi species or something fun, different. I think because Cal is new and Seer is new and Grease is new and this whole thing is new and the second sister is new. If Eno Cordova's role was played by a Jedi that we already knew from Revenge of the Sith or something. That would have been cool. The librarian. Like, that would have been prime time for somebody that we didn't see die for them to bring them back and have, like, Shakti being the one that's handling this. Because, like, somebody that actually survived Order 66 and has to hide the holocron, I don't know. That would have been great for a Jedi that we, that the the true fans know and is, like, maybe doesn't have a huge part in the movies, but just kind of throw them into the game. That would have been fun. Yeah. I think so. No, it would have been nice to Because with so have. many new characters, it would have been nice to have one or two that's like kind of rooted in stuff that we already know. That's my two cents. But, you know, he just played that, not mentor, but like that old, uh, he's like an archive. He's a human archive. Yeah. I, I was just, that was the one I, I was like, ah, you probably could have done that better. But um, his this, acting was really good. This, I'd see, I didn't like that. No. Look at this. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm intense. already standing fucking right in front of it. I am looking at it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
the origin tree. So the Kashyyyk was prop Kashyyyk was probably my favorite. While I like Dathomir as the planet, with everything that happens on Kashyyyk, uh, the I don't know. I would say the first. I would say the Inquisitorious base was my favorite. As far as like location. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. Say like Kashyyyk because you come across Saw, which is fucking perfect, awesome. And cool. he's a younger Saw and he's getting shit done. Yeah. And you come across a bunch of Wookiees, obviously. You're looking for Tarful, which is are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yes. Savage. Sign me up. Actually you already I was already signed up. I bought the game. Uh, that is also where it's introduced that you can swim, which was really fun. See, I didn't, I, uh, underwater shit triggered level 101. <laughs> I are, al- always get pissed. I don't like underwater stuff. Mario tainted me forever. I fucking hate it, but they did it very well and they didn't overdo it. It was just swim under this branch, maybe find a chest to get this other, to get to this other area. And you could boost. So it went pretty quickly. Oh yeah. I think the reason my biggest complaint with this game is the amount of platforming and jumping and bouncing. And there was a lot of that on Kashik. And as much as I love the first half of Kashik, I don't, I just use both in the same sentence. There you go, Kerner. What the fuck do you think about that? Kashik, Kashik. Um, I love the first half of it, but I don't like the second half of it. So yeah. I like storming the base. Did you ever get fucking turned around? Like, mm-hmm. you were at the end of a, of a level. I wish I could just fast travel. Like, once you def- get to a certain point, I was I like... I thought of that. I was like, if if I'm 90% done with this shit, let me just back to the ship, please. I thought of that, but I like... Because it's Dark Souls inspired, I like that you have to trudge back through the entire map to get to where you're going. Yeah. I liked it. It was diff- It was just more frustrating, I guess. Simply because I couldn't find... The, the map that you use while it was very detailed, was very confusing to me. And I was like, and in, I think it was Kashyyyk, where it has those, like, rope lifts. Was it Kashyyyk? Maybe it was... Uh, Zepho. Zepho. I think it was Zepho. Where you go, where you down, go down to the, the ice. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, ice. Yeah. Man, I had to look for the right fucking lift, and there's, like, six of them in yeah. all different areas, and I was like, I don't yeah. even know where I'm going right now. It was very confusing. Once you um, get used to the map, though, it kind of takes care of most of You don't of that get stuff. used to the map because I don't give a shit. You I, got, I got used to the map. Yeah, I mean, once you I beat tr- the game before him, trudge back through it. It's so, uh, who's really talking about games here? Yeah, but I leveled up. Sure, me too. You don't. Well, I know I didn't. Now, the map was cool. I got, when I was opening and looking at the map, the sounds and like spinning it around and everything, I got real like old school Star Wars game vibes. Like, just the sound that was playing while the map was open. Like, uh, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, like, the sound that it made as you were looking at the map just reminded me of, I don't know, old Jedi Knight shit or something. Is that map in uh, BD? Is that what, like, popped out? Yeah. Boop, boop, you. Yeah, that's why you couldn't look at it while you were swimming. Also, what no, about that, you what about that terrible uh, glitch when you opened a chest underwater and it showed BB not going into the chest, but you, he still like rambled around in them? I don't I don't think I saw that. No? I don't he think stays, I had that glitch. He stays on your back. I didn't even pay attention. I didn't even know. Yeah, you open a chest and in the game, BD jumps into the chest, roots around and finds whatever. But when you're underwater, at least my game. He just stayed on your back, but it did all the actions of him rooting around in the fucking thing. And he would even be like, BD, what are you finding? He's on your back. Pissing. You just can't resist, can you, buddy? <laughs> so I wonder how many different lines he had to record of like, 
beady rooting through chests. Like just say something, say something clever. Yeah. So there, uh, the other thing that I liked uh, in this game was the echoes, the force echoes. I thought that was a nice touch mm -hmm. of building upon the storyline and identifying like what's going on or what's currently or like recently recent events of the planet that you're on yeah many people perished on this ledge and you can see what happened to the other jedi as they died and old zepho people and yeah mm -hmm. yeah no it was a nice little touch nice way to get some information and some backstory stuff lore as they say now did you did you fight the ninth sister on the tree? Yeah, why? Okay. I didn't know if it changed like uh, in KOTOR where... Depending, depending on what, on what if you first. do this fourth, that's when Bandon comes out or whatever. Yeah, I did like that part of uh, Kashyyyk, the very end when you're on that uh, giant Lugia bird. And yeah, yeah. then you fight the ninth sister or whatever. Yeah, that was a good part. It was fun. That's That tree was awesome. I do... I mean, you're... Flipping branch to branch. There's just so much sliding out a mudslide and then jumping onto a rope. Like, I get it. And I know whatever they were building with um, Titanfall with the wall running and everything. Like, I get it. And it's kind of cool. And it breaks up the, you know, the Dark Souls trudge of really hard combat. But I just thought it was too much. It, I just thought there was way too much of it. I didn't mind it quite as much as I think you did. But uh, it was too much. Like, there was entire sections of a map where it was all ropes, run, rope, pull, fly. What about the puzzles? How did you feel about the puzzles that were built into the game? Uh, I like those. Like the, the, dwarven, the dwarven push this ball over here. Yeah, I thought that it. was cool. Zelda stuff, for sure. I didn't mind it. There was a couple of them where I just got fucking stuck. Yeah. Um, there was that one where <clears throat> you had to pull the rope down and the thing in the middle went up. I... I was pulling and I pushed in and all of this. I did not realize you had to activate that magnet to make the things, the the torch balls. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm talking so. about. It's, it's a big so. open area and you, you go, it, there's a big like drop through the middle and at the bottom there's like a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, you're trying to get to this middle section that floats up and down when you pull this rope. You're trying to cut the rope so the whole thing falls and the ball falls out of it so you can use the ball. Yeah. But to do that, you got to force pull these lanterns off the wall. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Push it into but the magnet has to be on or activated. I know exactly what Dude, you're talking about. I had to about. look it up. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm I doing. did too be and I was fucked because I changed my controls. So the standard controls push is left trigger and pull is right trigger. Yeah. So you can pull something and hold right trigger to keep holding it and then let go and push it away. I changed my controls around so they were all different. So I was trying to do that with like X and Y buttons and it was not working <laughs> at all. So I looked it up and then I figured out what it was and I changed my controls, did that, and then set them back. So yeah. That was the only moment that I had to do that though. Um, I switched them so they were like Dark Souls controls. There was one other puzzle I had to look up that... I mean, I had help from Glass Armor, and I'm just like, look, I've done this 10 times. I have no clue what the fuck else I'm trying to do. Yeah. No, it was they were challenging, for sure. Which, I don't I don't mind it being challenging. But Neither do I. To, a, to a point, I want to move on. Like, it's so frustrating. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck. I had no inkling. No idea. Like, I knew I could pull those things, and, but there was a the, uh, the river or the falling water. I couldn't throw it. The water would 
Put the fire out. Yeah, yeah, put the fire out. So I was like, it's obviously something there. I just have no clue. No idea. And even it said, uh, BD, let, let's... Looks like there's there's lanterns over there. I'm like, yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, some of them were very not obvious, uh, which I don't think is a bad thing. No, I don't. It, but it, that's what made it uh, hard. Don't don't walk me through it. But what, like I said, it gets to a certain point. I'm like, okay, just let me let me do it. I struggled enough. I get it. I, I'm terrible. <laughs> Move on. Thanks for reminding me. I can't play games. Um, no, nah, that was uh, puzzles were good. Zelda vibes for sure. Yeah, it's the platforming thing that really just drove me crazy. It's like, I get it. I can run on walls. It's cool. But now that I've done it, I'm kind of over it. Can I just fight people, please? Man, I did love some of the uh, kill cams that you, when you run on walls and then jump and then you like fucking slice someone's head off. Yeah, that was awesome. Ooh. That was super nice. It was also the fluidity of um, the force powers and how you could affect people, and even the stronger people that if you use the force power, they had an, a, a like a defense against it that made complete sense. Oh yeah, like the purge troopers. If you try to push them, they they dig their thing into the ground to slow. I was like, oh yeah, no, that was awesome. I see this baby. I love it, dude. That, and the possibilities, like and the combinations of things, were endless. And they built the game so like it wasn't. They didn't feel staged. Like yeah, every time I do push, it's gonna do this animation. There's a lot of times where like. I push people and they knock, they fall off a cliff and then I hear the Wilhelm scream. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. There's other times where I try to push a purge trooper and he puts his defenses in and I can't move him. Um, I just saw the difference in the force powers and they were, they felt like natural. It, it didn't feel like the same animation over and over again, you know, like there was yeah. a lot of the variance for combinations that you could do and nothing felt stock. Like right. it, there, when you used pole, it wasn't always the same thing. Right. So you got different variations. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the same thing. When you poll a bunch of people, it was cool that you, sometimes you poll. But did you poll uh, Stormtrooper? Because you would actually pull the full Stormtrooper towards you. See, that that was uh, one of my go-tos. If I was just trying to run through some shit, Stormtrooper here, stab. Stormtrooper here, stab. Right. Get the fuck out of my way. Push right. everybody else off. I'm done. Right. Uh, but that one Purge Trooper, you pull them, and they whip out the shotgun when they get close. I was <laughs> dude, like, dude, the Purge Troopers were hard, dude. Man. Especially when you get up, up if you get up against like two of them. That sounds so stupid, but on on Master, it's like, man, as soon as I get one figured out, the other one's bashing me in the head. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is one of the big Dark Souls elements that I really fucking loved, is that they're like the Black Knights in Dark Souls, just as Purge Troopers in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So they're all fucking pains in the ass. They're really strong. And there's like a set of them, and they all have different weapons. So there's like one with the blaster, one with a... I don't know, a staff, a fucking axe, two individual batons, mm-hmm. uh, just different variations on the Purge Troopers. It was cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I. Uh, hey, Bantha Milk. We, we love streaming. We do it. We, we love streaming. Let's, let's quickly run through this. I think we're running out of time. We got 22 minutes until we have to go on another podcast. So one of the cool cutscenes. so as you uh, acquire new force powers. You just started talking so fast. We're going to have to, <laughs> we have force power. Uh, yeah, yeah, so as you acquired force powers, it would it would do like a cutscene back in time, and it was showing you getting trained by your master. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest cutscenes is the one of the. What was the final force power that you got? Was it pull? Um, one of the major. It was push, ones. pull, double, double jump. flip, double jump, double jump. Yeah. Yeah, double jump was my. I think my last. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was the double jump one where it goes back and you fig- you do the double jump, you figure it out, 
as a as a kid, um, and then Order sixty six happens. Yeah, while you're in training, and it's fucking nuts, and it's so intense, and it even leads you up to it because you're. You, this is the first one you you start the uh, um, what do you call this flashback? Yeah, um, you have to, have to walk to the arena, which was like, oh, this is kind of weird, but of course there's. Uh, clone troopers yeah. along the way and they're all like hey what's going on buddy yeah and especially because like in the flashback you're like a 10 year old padawan so they're all like treating you like they're like your uncle basically mm-hmm. um oh man yeah it was tragic yeah and then order 66 happens after you beat the kind of trial uh point and you and your master run fucking run for it uh they what, what? um they he basically says just make it to the ship we, we've kind of trained this uh, like some something crazy happens, just get to the ship. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go try to hold him off or create a distraction. Long story short, he gets killed right at the end. But somehow, of course, story wise, he falls into the goddamn uh, ship that you're getting away. So you get to like talk to him or what was the? Because as he's dying, he says something about like, what does he say? Is that real? Yeah, because he. When he gets shot at the end, he he, he falls back and he, he actually makes it into the ship that you're getting away. And then Cal, little Cal, so he taps him to the dark side because he's mad and he freezes all the clones. And then they close the door and get away in the escape pod. Yeah, in the yeah. escape pod, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the most intense things. The action- Will Farmbo, what are you trying to say? What are your questions? Tell me about it. It's a good story. What else do you have to ask me about? Next question. I love you. <laughs> um... That's the Fuck end of it. They've ruined everything. I'm not even done. I'm turning the show wanna, off. Do we want to continue? Fuck. We're not on iTunes any longer. And then there's a holocron. What the fuck? End over. End <laughs> over. <laughs> uh, so how did... What do you think about Cal's, <laughs> Cal's uh, uh, master? Cal's master was one of the craziest cools. This should have been... That's the Lasat. That's the guy that looks like Zeb. That's what I thought. Same species as Zeb. Yeah, yeah I mixed that's them up. what you meant to say. Um, I truly thought they could have switched this guy and uh, the other... Old dude. Cordova. Cordova. That would have been fun for me. I don't mind. I mean, I loved him. He was cool. He was straightforward. He seemed wise. uh, He's a savage, too. He's like seven and a half feet tall. Yeah. He's a giant beast. Bearded. He's a... Yeah. And a ponytail. He's a Lasat. He's an Amish Lasat. Um, Jedediah. Jedediah Lasat. Uh, No, he was dope. I liked it. All right, so we go to... These three planets, and then you have to like do half of the planet, and then go to another one, learn a new power, and then you get to go back to the first planet to finish everything. So you work through all this, and but then you don't there's... necessarily have to. It's like you could do half planet, get what you need, go to no, the next you one, do. half planet because you go to Kashik, then you leave, and you can't go back to get Tarful until oh yeah, whatever happens. There's like triggers in place, so you do all this, and then the last planet that you go to, which for me was Dathomir, I saved that for last. Before you're able to go fight the um, the boss you have a vision back to your training and you're so overwhelmed and you're like fighting you with your master in the training. And Cal gets so upset that he like smashes his lightsaber by accident, which was already damaged because it was his master's old one. Mm-hmm. So then you have no lightsaber at all. And then that's where you have a little diversion and you go to Ilum to find a new crystal and reforge your lightsaber. I thought the Ilum diversion was really fun. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was good. Getting back to your ship, without a lightsaber was also like, like just push, get the fuck out of the way, run, run, run. That's where I'm like, wall run, wall run, get to somewhere yeah. I can get off the ground. No, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, the Ilum stuff was was cool, especially since that was 
um, that first popped up in the old Clone Wars, the Gendi Tardavoski Clone Wars. Yeah. It, so I th- it was nice to go to that planet. It was perfect until a point. Yes. Because it's supposed to be this backwater planet, Jedi, hidden secret, all this shit. You get your crystal. It's so epic. You pick your lightsaber you color. finally reforge it. Yeah. I mean, you're in this ice cave. It's BD so fucking awesome. BD-1 saves your life. Yeah. It's so cool. You fig- It's kind of a huge unlock because B- B-1 or BD uh, is the crystal that you need. Yeah. He has the crystal that you need. Because you, you finally, you, you walk into this cave, you see the crystal, you do a bunch of wall shit, you finally get to it, and you pick it up and it shatters. And then you're like defeated on the ground, and of course, uh, what's his name? I keep forgetting the... You know, Cordova. Cordova. Yeah. Uh, Cordova says, oh yeah, that's I. Uh, this will unlock BD's blah, 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 the, the things in there. We trusted a droid to... Uh, figure out who would be a rightful right owner of this shit. Right. I'm okay with it. I thought BD was one of the best sidekicks. Oh, for sure. Um, and just to clarify, he doesn't give him the crystal. He tries to, he, Kelly uses the crystal that broke by accident in his lightsaber and it still works. BD one is, is like he was saving some of the messages until he like decided that Kel was like worthy. Cause N O whatever planted all the messages in BD obviously. But he didn't give them all up until a certain point in time. What happened? Kel breaks. A, he gets a crystal off the thing. Yeah. He breaks it by accident, yeah. or it breaks. Yeah. But he, BD said, like suggests he uses it anyways when he builds the lightsaber and it works. Oh, I don't remember that. That's I part th- of the symbology of like his past being broken because symbology. of the symbology, symbolism, Gugu. the trauma, Gugu. Uh. Which my cool. issue was, dude, the whole Illum was perfect until you get done with that and you walk outside and there's stormtroopers everywhere. Oh, I love that. I was like, I thought this was supposed to be a hidden backwater, ancient, ritualistic Jedi fuckatron, but I'm a, I walk outside and there's a there's people. Now, here's coming to something that I really loved about the game, and some people knew before I the game even came out. This has been known for a while, or at least rumored for a while. Ilum is Starkiller base. Yeah. So the planet's made out of kyber crystals, basically. So it was turned into Starkiller base at some point, which I didn't know until I played this game. And you walk outside, and you see a giant trench, like, in the core of the planet. And I was like, fuck, that looks like Starkiller base. Let me look this up. Um, And I don't know if it's officially canonized, but it's... Kind of understood. Oh, I never really that I, that is Star Killer Base. Yeah, because you walk outside and you kill a couple guys outside because that's right outside the uh, the K two room. Yeah, but there there is that long trench. I didn't even realize that that was the trench. Yeah. If also, you, if you look at them side by side, like this is the shot going into the planet from Fallen Order, and you can see it's already like carved into, and then there's Star Killer Base. So it must have been like wow. Palpatine knew, and it's some Imperial project that the First Order took over. Um, but yeah, man, that's makes, but they don't they, talk they, it about it. It was a it. swing and a miss on, in, uh, episode seven with, uh, shooting a star killer base. What do you mean? Swing just the, miss, the like, meaning behind it and the all the ep- epicness because using Jedi basically crystals to destroy an entire system. Oh, it makes it so much more badass. It does. But it was, you know, if we knew that beforehand, but it does, it adds to it, man. Let's Okay. It's fucking crazy. Sorry, uh, I just wanted to touch on that because Ilum was one of my favorite parts. So that was cool. And then you unlock the double-bladed lightsaber and you can pull them apart and do like a switch attack and then put them back together. 
So that's why they threw a bunch of troopers out there because it's like, hey, you leveled up. Now you're a real Jedi again. Mm-hmm. Now you can really fuck people up. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump to the end here. We do the the one thing we are kind of skipping over is the dark Jedi or the fallen Jedi on Dathomir. You come across this hermit dude. He ends up like halfway controlling the Night Sister. Night Sisters. Uh, the end of Dathomir, the Zabrax, and everybody. Yeah. What's his name? Taryn Malakos. Malakos. I thought it was a nice side. I'm glad you kind of like, he was there, you kill him, and it's done. I didn't want him like following me around trying to kill me. I was like, ah, I don't really care about this guy. Um, yeah. That battle was very tough. I, I struggled with him quite a bit, yeah. and uh, she didn't help me like I told you at all. She almost hurt me because I was distracted. She would come in and be like, Wing, wings of freedom, yes! <laughs> I'm like, why are you here? I don't think Night Sisters say Wings of Freedom, but that's cool. <laughs> Mine did. Mine did. <laughs> um, no, it was okay. I kind of wish that would have been just like Eno could have been in a throwaway Jedi from the movies. Like having this be like a little confrontation with Darth Maul, I thought would have been really fucking cool. It was set up so well, and I assumed it was Darth Maul for right. the entire time. And then I knew, obviously, you know that that hermit dude, the uh, stranger, was somebody. Because it was so like, jump up into this platform. Let's have a long conversation with this nobody. Right. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So it was fine. I don't know. I think maybe if I knew more about Clone Wars and whatever happened on Dathomir, it might have made more sense. This whole game is tied to Clone Wars and Rebels, like very closely. That's my only complaint about it. Mm -hmm. Besides the fucking mudslides and ice slides and vice slides. Malakos was tough, man. I did, uh, there was a lot of stuff on Dathomir that I liked going up against. I liked fighting the Zabrax. Uh, there was, yeah, it was there, tough, man. There was several points that I was like, fuck, and these dead witches pop up and try to kill you, and then the, the actual Zabrak uh, males go after you. And they, they well, That was the first time they started, like, you had archers shooting yeah. at you, and it was, uh, it was pretty tough at, at points. Uh, you get to the end of the game. Uh, you, the giant bat was cringe. I didn't mind it, actually. It was, like, definitely a Dark Souls boss fight, which I appreciated from, like, the combat perspective. It was quite easy. But I just feel like, I don't know. Do we do we have to fight a giant bat? Yeah. It was Dathomir. It was actually, I thought, so I thought it was kind of cool because you saw him in the background. Uh, one, yeah. one side note. Didn't you feel like it was KOTOR with that big dragon on uh, uh, Bogano? Yeah, and I wanted to do, I couldn't get up there. Yep, I was trying for about... 20 hours the yeah, entire game i, I tried to get, over there. get up there uh but there was that one area where um you wall you did that big tall wall run yeah uh but he was above looking down breathing on you yeah i thought that was kind of cool no that was dope and i tried to get up there just to, i hope i was hoping i could talk to him or something oh 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 you hey, didn't do dragon. A, hey. <laughs> hey dragon well, how do you do the sex? Uh, I want to see your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they unlock everything, blah, blah, blah. Kel's a flashback, and then they end up going to... I don't remember. Uh, back to the tomb, and then he fights... Oh, he has a really bad vision um, about him being a master. And... Oh, there's that the sequence. The Jedi training being going really, really bad. And he ends up turning to the dark side and has a red lightsaber in this vision. He becomes an Inquisitor, basically. Do you think that's why they did that end? The very end where he cuts it? Yeah, absolutely. I never, I mean, I just kind of assumed he just like let go for other reasons, but that that's a direct, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then he fights uh, Trilla. She steals the holocron. And then they have to track her down. And Seer's like, I know where they're going because I know where the hidden base is because I'm Seer. 
Uh, and then they go to the Inquisitorious hideout. I can't remember the name of it. It had a pretty fucking cool name. Where is it at? I did. Did you get the feeling that like. The Fortress. Sierra. Uh, it was like you were the light side seer, Padawan, and, sh- and the Fortress Inquisitorious. Sorry. Yes, keep keep going. I just wanted to get that name right. Um, light side, dark side. Poetry, they rhyme. Yeah. Two halves, fifty bounce. Fifty bounce. <laughs> just trying to pull out every Star Wars term. <laughs> um, that was one of my favorite parts too. Is fighting through that. It felt like fighting through what? Uh, the fortress. And it's just all stormtroopers and purge troopers, and it, I thought it was badass. K2s running around. Yeah, the training dojo area where there's just people coming at you, like, nonstop. That was really tough. That was fun. I'm surprised. I, that only took me maybe, maybe, like, three times. Yeah. Uh, but that shows, the, like, the strength of some of those other, like, that master that we just talked about on on uh, Dathomir, that took me 10, 12 times. Like, I, I could not get him right and as soon as you think you get him right they start adding shit oh yeah and it's like i just learned i I just learned i know it's really now i don't know i didn't have quite as much trouble with him as i did with trilla at the end trilla was tough yeah trilla i had to stop and take a break dude mrs commander was getting so annoyed at me because i was sitting there just like fucking shouting at it i'm like (laughs) i haven't thrown my controller in like six years but i'm about to damn it uh that was tough man but it was cool it made it so worth it yeah, it's so worth it. Yeah, and of course it's it's cool because you don't actually kill her. You kind of defeat her like in the whole Star Wars way where she's down on a fucking knee and she's like, I <gasps> I should have done you, better. You blah, bested blah, blah. me. And then you hear, <laughs> stun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the upgraded Vader. That's Vader. <laughs> 2.0. It's his new suit. His new suit. So yeah, he rolls up, cuts her in half. Seer tries to sprint at him and he chucks her off the side of the thing, which... From a storytelling perspective, just like Finn and the battering ram, I feel like she just should have died. Seer just should have been dead. That would have given Kel something to base off of in future DLC or a Fallen Order 2 or like future stories. She just should have died. You know, I, I'm 50-50 on it. I wanted her to die, but the fact that she lived made like the destroying of the Holocron even more like, holy shit, what are we doing? Yeah. I felt like they, they needed to keep her. Um I can appreciate that. I just in my my head cannon, I wanted that. To, wanted oh, I want to everybody die. to die. Like when Vader was chasing you through the uh, fortress after she die, dies, and you're trying to escape, and then you're in a standstill, and then she pops back up and saves your life. I was literally booing at the screen. I was like, God damn it! You know, I I honestly, when I saw Vader show up, which I had no idea. Now they have commercials with Vader on the fucking commercial. And I was like, why the, f- why would they do that? I heard about that because people were complaining about spoilers with the trailer. Yeah. That's they so they put Vader in the trailer. I was like, oh, whatever. It wasn't even in my mind that Vader could pop up until we got to the fortress. And then I was like, okay, this is like a total, this looks like Vader's castle. Yeah. Total Imperial zone. So it, it wasn't even in my head until then. Um, And it went correctly. Correct where Vader walks in and you can't do a fucking thing. Nope. Sierra can't do anything. Nope. You just run. Yes, which is awesome. And it felt uh, like how you're supposed to feel in five when when he's pulling stuff off the wall and throwing it at Luke. Yeah, it was and, awesome. Like that you was don't you great. don't you don't get that feeling. It's supposed to, but then you get to this game and you're like, yeah, everything is moving. Get yes. the fuck out. Like he's, he's a, just like pulling up the floorboards at you and like knocking bridges over. It was it was perfect. 
Yeah. It was well done. Actually, that's a, it's a kind of a callback to that uh, Darth Vader. Um, the book? book? The book, The Rise of Darth Vader. It's At the book. very end, he's on Kashyyyk chasing this dude, and he rips apart this bridge that you're on and kills you with the bridge. That's so awesome. I'm like, are you kidding? It's the most Vader thing. But yeah, it does. So it felt like that. But uh, we get to the very end. You get away. Seer kind of saves you. You both get away, unfortunately. Um, I would, side note, would love to play a game, have it that long, that in depth, have great characters, that you die at the end. If Vader struck me down at the end and like took the holocron and walked away, I would have been okay with it. Yeah, that's pretty fucking sweet. Wouldn't that be like, you can't win. Someone needs to do that game. Vader always wins. That's the rule. You don't under. That's the Star Wars rule, yeah. Don't under overestimate him. So, Kel, after everything he's gone through and after especially that vision that he had uh, on Zepho, he destroys the holocron because their whole thing is, yeah, maybe we could bring a new Jedi Order back, but who are we to train? And while the Inquisitors are running rampant and the Empire's huge, like they're just going to be hunted down. So we're going to go steal a bunch of three-year-olds, and then they're all just going to be hunted down and killed. But it is kind of they they walk you through it throughout the game. Like every every place you go gets hurt because you're there. Right. You bring the war with you. Right. And then you're gradually having drawbacks to getting the holocron which is the whole point of the game so it's kind of nice that like you learn that throughout the game that you you while you went to Kashyyyk and saved a bunch of people a lot of people were hurt because they're, yeah. they're running after you so it was nice to see that culminate in the destroy the destruction of the holocron uh like if we went to go see them we're putting them in harm's way because now they're going to be for sure hunted let's keep it at the will of the force let's go qui-gon on this and be done and that's it. some nuance that i've really loved about the new era of star wars and with disney and everything especially with ray and kylo like it's not as black and white as good and bad yeah. Like, it's not as easy as, like, get a holocron with a list of names and start a new Jedi Order. Like, it's not that simple. There's so many other factors. And as you go through the game, you have this one main goal, but you're starting to doubt it. The more you run into the Inquisitors and then you lose your lightsaber. And just the further you go, you start to doubt, like, this maybe is not the best choice. So I thought that was a good way to end the, the game. Just destroy that holocron, keep the kids safe. No one has to know. They, uh, they do a good job of making you struggle in different ways in the game. Whether it's a number of enemies whether it's now you don't have a lightsaber whether it's now this their demon bat flying after you it it just always threw something new at you that you had to really think about yeah. um which was nice so yeah uh to wrap this up where where does this rank as far as games go uh well like star, star wars, wars yeah, it has to be star wars yeah i'd and, say uh, all time it's probably third maybe ah, it's really hard maybe second no, I don't think anything is going to take down KOTOR for quite a while. But I'd say probably KOTOR and then this and then the older Battlefront 2. See, timing's everything for me. Uh, Battlefront 2, the original one, was so perfect uh, with Episode 3 and all these characters and all that stuff. Um, KOTOR is probably number one. I'd probably still put Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2 is still playable, which is cringy that it's still crazy playable. We could, You and I could boot it up right now and have a fucking blast for two hours. Why? Because the game works. Which I'm glad they've added co-op mode to Battlefront 2 because that feels like us playing the old Battlefront 2 yeah. back in the day. So that's a nice add. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Dark Souls. I love the combat. I think I need to play it again to give it a true ranking. But I'm kind of floating between either after KOTOR, maybe tied with Battlefront, 
the OG Battlefront too? Yeah, I mean, I, I at this point, the only reason I would uh, put it behind uh, those other two is the replayability of it is I see is low. Yeah. There's not, like, there's some customization, but you can't do light side, dark side. You yeah. can't, you, you can't even, like, change your conversations with the people that are around you. Like, and also, what was the fucking point of planting seeds on the ship? Just fun little I side. Hate, don't give me. You didn't have to do it. It went to the dark side. Killed it's just people. fun little side stuff that you can do. Look at those. Yeah. Uh, from a replayability and from just a character building standpoint, um, there isn't too much. I said this in the last episode in our preview is you're always going to be Cal Kestis. You're always going to have a lightsaber and force powers. So playing it through again is like, yeah, I want to go find all the stuff that I missed the first time and maybe play it on Grandmaster difficulty for another challenge. But I can't build a new style of character to go through the game. Well, you're and not, I thought I thought that's really lacking. You're not going to replay it for the story. You're going to be replay. You're going to replay it for the difficulty, the challenge, yeah, the challenge of it. Which yeah. is, I mean, that's fine. But I'd rather play Kotor or even Battlefront Two. I'd love love to boot it up and just run through. Dude, I love the Galactic campaign in Battlefront Two to take over all the the, the old one. World. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. I think one thing that would have really made this stand out a little bit more and almost made it a perfect game is a little bit more on the um, the skills and the traits tree. Like, I got to the point of the game where I had everything unlocked except for maybe two. At the same, yeah. So if I had found a few more chests, I would have gotten all, all the skills unlocked. I would have liked an option where you have to... You can't get every single thing. Like in Skyrim, you can't master every single There's skill. There's a limited amount. So, like, if I would have focused on combat and force and have less health, like, that's a trade-off. Or more combat and health and less force powers i would have liked an option where i have to build my character towards those three roles from kotor i wish there was some guardian and sentinel i wish there was some like uh consequences in what you like even back in the jedi knight days for 1990 fucking god um you could at certain cutscenes, if you press like a at a certain time you would do a different cutscene. And you would go to the dark side. That but would have been a nice there, addition too, but it's a story about a Jedi. Yeah, that's all we got to do. All right. But what were your think thoughts? Think about that though. The, the, the Inquisitors are rolled in. Think about if they made it a light versus dark storyline and it has two threads and you get seduced and turned over by the Inquisitors and betray Seer and Grease and you become an Inquisitor by the end of the game and you're on the dark side and then you have to kill them. And then you're answering to Darth Vader. Like, that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, depending on what you do. But it's a good guy. We're all good guys. So. That's why we should lose at the end. We should get cut. In, we should be half. I've already lost. I got cut in half pretty bad, Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's a particularly bad case. Yeah, somebody baby. Being chucked off a platform into lava and then surviving. Speak English. Um... Thank basic, you. Doc. What did you guys think of the game? Uh, I overall rank. I, I I absolutely thought they did some of it well. <laughs> <laughs> they did a great job. They you focused did. on one thing and they really kind of niched down and knew what they were what they wanted to make and they made it well, smooth, clean game. No, I didn't experience any glitches at all. Uh, I thought the combat was smooth. The platforming, even though, though it wasn't my favorite, was very smooth. So as far as like playability and 
and all that, all the issues that we've complained about with Battlefront, those were not in this game. It was, so it was, it was nice. nice to have a difficult game. Yeah. Bump true. it up. If you played through it on easy and thought that was a trash game, play it on Master because yeah. it's fucking hard. Yeah. I'd say I'm going to give it a three out of three as far as our rating system goes. Absolutely. I would, uh, especially with uh, the low expectations, they just blew it out of the water. Yeah. They did very well on so many aspects that I, we can't even... Like, the, the the music was great. Oh, yeah, uh, the music. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. I thought it was a fucking great score. True to Star Wars. Had a lot of the John Williams, like, really crazy orchestration. But it was its own thing. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I'm extremely happy with it. Three out of three. What were you guys' thoughts? Uh, send us some uh, Hot Pockets email, through, email through email. Us e- your e- mailing address, and we'll send you a self-addressed stamp and envelope, and you can send us your review of the game. In the mail. Actually, write your review on the back of the stamp and then email that stamp to us. <laughs> Good day, Galaxy. We're the Rogue Squadron Podcast. We're going to be jumping on to something else. Something else. Good day, Galaxy. Oh, yeah. I didn't introduce myself. My name is Mo. My, I don't have a name. Uh, I, I was never given a name. Nameless. <laughs>